podcast of the Ted and Austin Brower Show, bringing you the latest world news and health research. Hope everyone's having an absolutely fantastic day today and keep everybody updated. If you saw the product of the week, one of our most popular products, the Ultimate Multiple Powder on sale right now is product of the week. Y'all voted for it and it won. So be sure to check it out on the website right now, the Ultimate Multiple Powder. We also have the Ultimate Multiple Capsules and the Ultimate Multiple Chewable. Those are not on sale right now. They're just the powders. It's product of the week, but it's definitely a staple product. I've always encouraged people. And people ask me all the time, well, what, what's, you know, what should I start off with? I said, pretty much, if you're going to start off with anything and you're on a budget, start with one of the Ultimate Multiples. I said, that right there has everything in it. Obviously, some of the doses you would like them to be a little higher if you need to add extra, say, like omega-3s or vitamin E and so forth. But as a staple, it's a really, really good standalone if you're on a budget and you're trying to start with just one thing, and it actually works. Every single person that has tried that Ultimate Multiple that I've personally helped with, they always say to you, once they start taking it, their energy, their mental clarity, everything starts to increase with that product, especially because of the methylated B vitamins. So be sure to check it out on the website at healthmasters.com. And I saw also, I was keeping you guys posted on this whole thing that happened in um, New York, this whole unbelievably, weirdly, coincidentally timed shooting. It's sad as the situation was, the entire thing made absolutely zero sense as it again shows you how suddenly – Three cameras that were all in that area suddenly stopped working. If you guys saw the actual report on it the other day, they were saying the MTA camera system, which handles 10,000 security cameras in New York subway stations, covers 472 subway stations, and all of them apparently were operational the day of the shooting, oh, except for three. Yeah, the three that were all in the vicinity of where the shooting was. Kind of how when Jeffrey Epstein didn't kill himself in his cell by himself, uh, the cameras were out and the security guards were gone down the road. Oh, kind of like during the Parkland shooting, all the security cameras that were just replaced and done, their whole system apparently went down and didn't work that same day that happened. And isn't it interesting how this is a regular occurrence? I could give you 50 other examples. Almost every single time that there is a shooting that occurs, there's always some area that suddenly cameras don't work yet. Any other point in time in your life, you're going somewhere. If you simply spit on the sidewalk or throw a piece of gum out, somebody's going to see you do it because, well, that's what security cameras are designed to do is watch and monitor things that are happening. And it's so ironic to me that as you now see New York being the strictest pretty much gun state, New York City, where concealed carry permits are virtually impossible to try to get – you have this incident occurring, and now the ATF and the Biden administration were trying to run rampant and running over our Second Amendment. And I talked to you guys yesterday about why it's so important you do not give up that right. So just thought I would start off with that. Also, too, in other news as well, I saw that the Transport Administration with the bumbling buffoon Biden has now said that the CDC mask order will be extended another 14 days on all planes and public transport in the United States. I can't begin to describe the level of just lunacy we're experiencing here with this. And remember, the mask, as I said from the very start, and people disagreed with me, and now a lot of people understand exactly what I'm saying, the masks were there at the very beginning and have been the entire time primarily to do two things, show your sign of submission and also force you to remember and think about COVID all of the time. 
Once people started taking their mask off, and this was very evident, very direct evidence down here in Florida, once people finally decided they wanted to stop being peasants and they took their mask off down here in Florida, suddenly the fear-mongering of COVID began to stop. People still got sick occasionally. People still went to the hospital occasionally. A lot of people bounced right back out of it, and a lot of people took their vitamins and got sunshine and fresh air, went to the beach and exercised and came right out of it. And people began to realize, oh, maybe we don't have to live in fear. A lot of people realize that. It was a very interesting psychological wake-up call. But once you keep forcing everybody to wear a muzzle on their face every time they go out, every time they get on a plane, every time they walk through TSA, muzzle, 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 put your muzzle on at all times. You have to wear your muzzle. You have to submit. People begin to get this feeling that, man, maybe I should be scared of COVID. They're still making us wear masks. And that's the entire point, isn't it? That's the entire addressing of the narrative in order to force people to stay fearful and walk around and say, oh, they, they don't have a mask on. Oh, he does have a mask on. This whole thing is full COVID theater. Rand Paul called it out again. DeSantis has been calling it out. DeSantis came out and he said the Biden's extension of the transportation mask mandate simply prolongs the misery that passengers and flight attendants are being forced to endure. There is no evidence-based whatsoever. This is simply more COVID theater. This is the Biden equivalent of continuing the beatings until morale improves. I'm glad Florida and other states are fighting this mandate in court. Rand Paul went on to say, no surprise here. Biden continues to mandate wearing ineffective masks on planes. Time to vote out these petty tyrants. And nailed it on the head. And this is why I've told a lot of people before, and people have done this. I've talked to numerous people that have done this as far as with big cup of coffee or thermos or big water bottle that you buy at the airport and basically a bag of nuts or bag of snacks and basically sitting there and keeping your mask off while you eat and drink. Now, we've had some insanely tyrannical uh, flight attendants that I've seen videos of absolutely come unglued. You have to pull your mask up every time you put food in your mouth, and you can take it back down to take a sip of water and pull it back up. This is what happens when you give lunatics a small amount of power. And this is why they're continuing to do this. They want to keep the fear-mongering going. They want to keep the COVID narrative going. And there's no way, there is no way to keep the COVID narrative going when people stop wearing masks because people realize there's nothing to be scared of whatsoever because we have our body's own natural immune systems in most cases. When you start taking natural supplements like the vitamin C and D3, you supercharge your immune system even better to stay strong and vigilant and keep up the fight. So I just wanted to bring that up again. This is why they're doing it. They're going to keep doing this, by the way. As long as people keep complying and continue to keep going in and groveling and wearing their mask and not bringing water bottles and food and every single flight keeps wearing their mask, they're going to keep doing this. I've said this numerous times. If somebody really wants to go do something when they start scheduling a trip, they need to get a lot of people involved on the flight, and they need to basically the whole, 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 whole flight just needs to not wear a mask. I'd, I'd be very curious to see how that worked out because I can almost guarantee you the, what's the flight attendants going to do. They're going to kick everybody off the plane. They're going to ground the whole plane. I don't know. They might. You start having that happen two, three, four, five, ten flights a day, and everybody starts back charging the credit card company or back charging the uh, airline company saying, dude, you kicked me off the plane for no specific reason whatsoever. This mandate is not lawful. They're trying to force it and make everybody believe it's lawful. There's no legitimate law to this. Congress hasn't ratified this at all. You're dealing with agencies that don't have any type of enforcement power. I mean, it's like when the CDC comes in and says, you, know, you have to stand six feet apart and wear a mask. I don't remember when the CDC became an enforcement branch. That, that's news to me. 
But again, apparently, this is what happens when you deal with tyranny at its finest example, and we're basically experiencing it right now. So continue again to keep up the fight and get the truth out there as much as possible. Also, too, one other news story that I thought was interesting. Remember I told you guys at the beginning of the week, there's been all these reports now of baby formula being out of stock, and now I'm starting to see videos and photos pop up all over the country. Now, what's interesting about this, is this because there really is truly a shortage on baby formula, or are they shorting the market again like they've been doing in the truck and car industry? I don't know. All I do know is I've seen numerous photos now and videos from all across the country. Now they're saying that Target, CVS, Walgreens, and Kroger are now all putting up limits on in-person and online formula purchases all across the country. They're saying it's due to the the recall that worsened the crisis, but I have a hard time believing that one recall could do this. They said CVS, while meanwhile, which oversees 9,932 U.S. stores, said it's limiting customers now starting this week to three cans of formula per day. And so – Is this being done on purpose? I don't know. I find it very oddly timed that all this is occurring right around this, you know, everything that's occurred in the last couple months. But again, I'm not really surprised because as I've told everybody for months now, you start raising prices this much on fuel, you start basically going in and shutting down companies. And like the story I told you the other day, they said they're allegedly killing 5 million chickens. Are they really doing that? I don't know. I find it very odd and hard to believe that you tested 5 million individual chickens for bird flu, but yet are they going to slaughter all of them? I don't know. All I know is this. The food is getting more and more difficult to get at a decent price. There's no question about that. I know when I went to Greenwise the other day, I was shocked on how much everything keeps going up. Now they're saying that Amazon is going to start charging their third-party retailers on their sites an additional 5% inflation fuel rate, not the consumer. So if you sell something on Amazon, just your normal seller on Amazon, you get charged a 15% seller fee, and you have to pay for your own shipping. Well, now they're going to bump that up from 15% to 20% fee. So literally, they're going to take almost a quarter of your gross sales, not net profit, my friends. There's two different options, two different things of that. They're going to take almost a quarter of your gross sales right off the top as soon as you sell something. Well, this is being done very specifically. This is why I do not like Amazon and I do not buy anything from Amazon. They're going to start forcing all the third-party retailers where it reaches a point. It's not going to be worthwhile to try to sell something on Amazon. It's going to be better to send them your inventory and have them fulfill it, manage it, control it, and dominate your product at all costs, and you're not going to have to touch it. People go, well, that's kind of convenient. Well, it's kind of convenient until they stop selling your product because they come out with another product that they're bringing in cheaper. This is why they did this whole fishing expedition last year. If you guys remember, they, I have a couple products that I sell on Amazon only for the pure aspect of marketing them. They're way more expensive than they are on my website. I sell like next to nothing on Amazon intentionally. I don't want to sell anything on Amazon. I simply use it as a billboard platform to try to get my product out there so people can realize how clean of a product they have and come back directly to Health Masters. Well, the thing about this is they sent us like a 14-page document last year and said, you're a third-party supplement selling company on Amazon, even though your sales are virtually nothing. Here's a document that you have to fill out. You have to fill it out and have it back to us by September 21st. If you don't, we're going to shut down your entire Amazon account. 
and I got this paperwork and I go through it and it is literally everything to the moon and back to third party assaying with the companies that we use to every single ingredient and contract manufacturer that we get it from to every single contact information to our manufacturers to our assayers to our shippers all of our pricing and our costs that we have on everything I mean it was literally a full blown detailed audit of our company and everybody we use and is in contact with us who manufactures or even touches our product and I remember I looked at it and I said oh, this is going in the garbage I said I don't even know why somebody would be this ignorant to fill this out I said, if they want to shut down our Amazon account shut it down I do not care whatsoever it is not going to change my life one bit I simply use it for advertisement and sure enough imagine that it's April and my account's still sitting up there right now. Nothing's shut down whatsoever. Nothing's restricted. You can still buy stuff on there, much more expensive than on my website. That's why I encourage people, if you're going to buy something from somebody, please contact them direct. Don't buy it off Amazon if you don't have to. Amazon is a global retail monopoly. They're being, they're doing this very specifically. The reason why Amazon is so big isn't because they're selling toothpaste for $2. It's because the, half their company is a military contractor. The whole backside of That's Amazon right. is steeped in military industrial complex money. Why do you think they have the funds to build these Boeing 777s all across the country and fly them globally? Why do you think every time you turn around, there's another warehouse popping up 10 and 15 miles apart from one another? They are a military industrial complex company. That is what they are based off on. That is why they have the infrastructure that they have right now. That is why they have the volume they could do and ship stuff globally and literally have stuff to another country in one day if they want to. Please understand who you're supporting when you actually give this company money and do your best to try to support right. local companies or find the company direct and buy it from them direct, my friends, and cut that stinking 20% out that Amazon is feeding off of them right off the top. Thank you again again for that my friends what do you think dad oh you're absolutely right i i, I loathe amazon i mean i really do they're horrible let me, let me give you the math here real quick let's say you know we have a product that we sell for a hundred dollars and our cost on is 50 now some cases it's even higher than that as far as the cost well if you take basically 20 percent off the top of the hundred that means you're giving amazon approximately 25 dollars or etc or, or about 50 percent of the total profits i mean it's it's crazy and then they tell you constantly to lower your price, lower your price, lower your price. So pretty soon you're giving them 50, 60, 70, 80% of the profits. And unless you're doing super high volume with them, there's no margins left to run your own operation. This is why so many people who advertise on Amazon and eBay, you can't get a sales rep. You call them up. You don't get – they won't even give you a stinking telephone number. You can't get in touch with anybody of those companies because it's all basically a program that's being used to facilitate a little bit of profit for the companies trying to sell, and they can't afford to have a person answering the telephone. They simply can't afford it. So you can't get it live person, or you get a live rep that comes out of the Philippines that has no idea what they're talking about. I've seen it over and over and over again. So don't believe these lies. You know, as far as Amazon's the best thing ever that happened to the United States, no. They're doing exactly what they do from a retail standpoint, and then they ask you to give them your formulas, your manufacturers, your lead times, and your ingredient lists. So if they put you out of business and they're making money, they can go back to that same manufacturers with the same formulas and have them manufacture the product. I'm telling you, that's what they do, guys. And, and they steal, steal, steal. Look what happened to Oakley a few years ago. You know, Oakley was one of the best glasses you could buy, not anymore. And what ended up happening is they basically were being pushed through, you know, Sunglass Hut all over the country. 
And then Sunglass Hut tried to buy Oakley, and they wouldn't sell it to him. And since Sunglass Sunglass Hut was owned by another one of these Kabbalist, Luciferian, bloodline family companies, not the Sunglass Hut, but another major manufacturer out of Italy, they basically who owned Sunglass Hut, they basically decided not to carry the Oakley product anymore. And when that happened, Oakley's sales collapsed, and then they bought up the company for pennies on the dollar, and they bought Oakley. You think, well, gosh, Ted, well, that's what they always do, guys. It's just, it's just, it's just absolutely predator marketing is what this is, and and it's horrible. It's it's vulture capital marketing. They don't care about the person who started the company. They don't care about the individuals. If they can get them sucked into using them for their exclusive distribution systems, they can raise the price up to twenty percent of the gross, which is insanity. They do anything they want to do in order to take over the company and start manufacturing the product yourself. We saw this a few years ago. We had a company that was selling toothpaste, really good toothpaste. And, uh, you know, all of a sudden they started selling to all these Amazon distributors and they were literally selling it to Amazon distributors for less than, than we were paying for it. As far as the, the Amazon, let me put it this way. If we had a $10 tube of toothpaste and we were paying $5 for it, they were selling it online for $5, for $5. And I contacted them. Because then we start having all kinds of shortages because the sales on Amazon for them had gone through the roof, and we couldn't get the product anymore. And finally, I called them up. I actually got a live person to talk to. I said, what are you guys doing? You're basically destroying your own marketing. You're destroying your own distributorships. I said, sooner or later, nobody's going to make any money on this product, and everybody's going to stop carrying it. And Amazon's going to force your price down lower and lower and lower until you're not making any money. And a lot of times these manufacturers that are basically selling this product to Amazon and other companies for distribution, they're forced to take another 15% off their wholesale prices in order just to get paid. And so what ended up happening is, sure enough, that toothpaste company went out of business. Gone. Done. Finished. Over with. You know, gnook. Fantastic. Fit. Over with. It's finished. And see, this is what people don't understand. This is why you've got to support local businesses. Yesterday, I, I went ahead to get a padlock, you know, with a combination on it. And I went downtown to a local hardware store where I had really good service, and I paid probably – it was $25. just a really nice padlock. I probably could have got it for half that on Amazon. I'm not touching it for half that on Amazon. I'd rather support the local company and give them the $25. That's why when you support Health Masters, we answer our telephone. You call us up. Steve or one of the other reps will actually talk to you. We'll talk if, if you don't get Austin personally or if I don't pick up the telephone, which many times I do that. I'll go in the office. I'll say, let me talk to them. And I talk to people personally. That's who we are, and so I want to thank you again for your support of our product. I really do. Now, I want to go back to this whole thing now with this shooter stuff in New York. Remember what happened back in 2012 with this screening of the dark night, the dark night rises, and all of a sudden there was this guy named James Holmes who killed 12 people, injured 70 more during a 2012 screening of the dark night. And basically speaking at a press conference in Manhattan, the New York Police Commissioner Ray Kelly said that Holmes had actually referred to him as the Joker. You know, he had had his paint as his hair red, and he was the Joker, obviously the enemy of Batman, okay? Then this movie opens up to just absolutely record sales, and basically then, you know, Heath Ledger dies, commits suicide on top of everything else. And so all of a sudden, this movie starts making hundreds of millions of dollars in box office revenue, which created a huge cash windfall for the manufacturers of the movie, the distributors of the movie, the, you know, the producers of the movie, and it was all set up. Am I saying that the people who were involved in the distribution of the Joker movie were involved in what happened? No, I'm not saying that. Well, here's what I am saying. It was another psychop. The guy is sitting there dressed in body armor after he shoots everybody in a the movie theater, mumbling to himself, so drugged out of his mind, he doesn't even know who he is or where he is. 
He didn't shoot anybody in that theater, as far as I'm concerned. I believe it was another false flag. They always do this. We're going to scare the people in the United States into believing the Joker is real. He's coming after you and your children. <laughs> the Joker is real. Fear, baby, fear. And that's all you get. And, and the crazy part about all of this stuff, when you look at the shooting in the Brooklyn subway, <laughs> here's an AP wire news. Rothschild, Kabbalist control, along with Reuters, leading caption says, Brooklyn subway suspect tipped off the police to his own location. What? Okay, he left. He he, he tipped off to the police to his location. It kind of sounds like the Parkland shooting, right? Guys walking across the parking lot headed to Walmart in the local Shabbat. <laughs> yeah, you can't make this crap up. Local Shabbat says, "Oh, we see the guy who shot the kids." Well, how do they know what he looked like? This was like immediately after. The news hadn't even released a story yet. We see the shooter. He's walking across the parking lot, going to Walmart. They'll go pick him up. Okay, so they pick this kid up, and they charge him for this crime. Now, this guy, James, basically he didn't respond to reporters who questions as he was basically arrested. But here comes the whole thing. Listen to this. This is absolutely crazy. You know, <laughs> James left behind numerous clues at the crime scene. Including the gun. Yeah, you, you're you're pretty smart, dude. You got this whole thing figured out. No, no, no. I don't believe this guy did this for a minute, or somebody wound him up and set him off. I don't. I suddenly again, it's a dark movie theater. Nobody sees the shooter. He's dressed in a mask. Blah 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 blah. Suddenly, this black guy releases smoke in this subway. Nobody can see anything, and he starts shooting. How do they know who shot who when this when the car is filled with smoke? Because they just wound him up and charged him with it. So here, what this reminds me of is that movie that Tom Cruise did a few years ago, in which you know he basically was playing a you know military police officer who basically Jack Reacher who was you know going out and investigating crimes. And all of a sudden, this guy named James Barr supposedly shoots five people randomly, you know, across the river with a high-powered sniper rifle, and he was sitting in a parking garage when he did it. And all of a sudden, all these clues start to show up, including a fingerprint on a quarter that was in a parking meter that they tested. <laughs> and Jack Reacher says, nobody would have thought to check the parking meter, not even me. <laughs> just because all of a sudden, these little clues were everywhere, like it was already laid out in advance on who the shooter was going to be and how they were going to arrest him. And you find out that the police officer was there, was involved in it, and the whole thing was just set up, and somebody else had shot the people. Great movie, by the way, if you want to watch it. But here's what it says. But James left behind numerous clues at the crime scene. This is for the for the population of pablum eaters in the United States. Those who can't think for themselves. We're going to read what they told the pablum eaters, the basically followers, the ones who have dropped their IQ scores so low with fluoride and tricyclic antidepressants and serotonin reuptake inhibitors, they can no longer think. Oh, by the way, before I read this, I'm calling the entire New York City subway shooting a false flag to push more gun laws. I think the whole thing was a setup, kind of like let's let's go let's go uh, let's go kidnap Governor Whitem, you know, let's go take her. And now that whole thing's been proven to be a complete and total setup. Also, here we go. But James left behind several and numerous clues at the crime scene, including the gun. That's what you want to make sure you do. You leave the gun with your fingerprints on it, which he bought in Ohio in 2011. Okay. Which means somebody had to set him up and make sure they had his gun. He left behind his ammunition magazines, a hatchet, 
What's he going to do with a hatchet? Smoke grenades, gasoline, a bank card in his name. <laughs> My gosh, I can't make this up. A bank card in his name to make sure. This is kind of like when 9-11 happened. Remember, they found an intact passport from the trade towers of one of the hijackers. It didn't burn up. I mean, this thing, this thing is just awesome. I have to laugh because it's so stupid. It's, it's, true, it's true, though. Okay, okay. <laughs> I'm not done yet. He bought left a hatchet, smoke grenades, gasoline, and a bank card in his name, and the key to a U-Haul that he rented Monday in Philadelphia, according to police court complaint. Tucked in an orange George worker's jacket, which he apparently tossed on a subway platform, was a receipt for the Philadelphia storage unit. The authorities then found ammunitions and targets and pistol barrel in the storage locker and learned he'd been there on Monday, the complaint said. Guys, this guy, I'm calling complete and total uh, bull feces on this. I can say it that way. This whole thing is BS. It's junk. It was another stinking setup to push gun laws. That's all it was. Just like the shootings out there in Vegas when we have video pictures of helicopters discharging like a 60 caliber belt fed from the helicopters. And you got one shooter that the glass is even broken out of the window. Pure BS is what I'm calling on all of this yesterday, the day before for this. And my deepest condolences to the people who were shot because I believe people got shot in this. I really do. But I believe the whole thing was more orchestrated theater i really do to control guns and to control gun laws now now i've got to talk about one other thing too this thing with the snake venom does not want to go away and uh you know uh, we covered this in detail yesterday and and now i'm being told oh but you don't understand it's being put into the water supply <laughs> all right uh, let me stop here for one second okay we, we we've got to take a look at the water supply in the united states okay you know, we've got all kinds of natural contaminants in the water supply to start with. We've got we've got minerals that can be toxic that can build up in the arteries. We've got dead animals that can float downstream. We've got toxic plants. You know, we've got all kinds of things in the water supply that can cause all kinds of problems. You know, we can end up with you know we, we can end up with animal feces. On this list goes on and on and on, and then you can all end up with all kinds of other contaminants that are put into the water supply by the processing plants themselves. Aluminum, alum, all of this stuff for water for clarification. And let's not forget about the neurotoxin fluoride that's dumped into the water supply. And let's not talk about the chlorine, which destroys the intestinal gut. And let's not talk about the 50 don't carcinogens in many of the, in the, any of the water supplies in many of the cities around the country. Guys, let me say this to you, and we've talked to you guys about this. This is why I didn't even bring this up yesterday about the water, and I should have brought it up, and I didn't. We have told you and told you for years and years and years to drink distilled water. It takes everything out. It takes every single thing out of the water because what it does, it boils the water so nothing lives in it. And then not only does it boil the water, it takes the steam off the water and converts it to stainless steel condensing coils. As you get a good distiller, they're stainless steel, and they drip into a basically a holding tank that's made out of stainless steel. So here you have water that is so pure it's used in scientific experiments, and nothing gets through it because any contaminant that was in it is left in the bottom of the boil tank. Then about every six or eight months, you got to come in there with distiller cleaner, and you got to, or you use vinegar, and you got to dissolve all of these deposits to get them off the heating element and clean this mess out and, and throw it in the garbage. Distilled water is absolutely amazing. That's why we didn't discuss this yesterday. We have told you guys for years upon years upon years, don't drink tap water. <laughs> okay. 
Now, is it true that these municipalities are throwing stuff into the water supply, which is spreading COVID? All right. That's the question I was asked. Here's the thing. Number one, it would have to be a huge orchestrated group of people doing this. I don't believe for one second that the individual utility workers in these water plants are doing this on purpose. I don't believe that at all. Now, remember the other movie we saw a few years ago, another Batman movie with Christian Bale. It was they were taking a contaminant and they were putting it directly into the missile water supply to basically have people drink it and basically get, you know, not, and basically then they were going to turn it all to gas and gas everybody. Okay. They, water has been used for years and years and years. It was discovered in the concentration camps that when you try to give inmates tablets to drink to make them servile and infertile, they say, I'm not going to take the tablet. They're not going to take the pill. And so the Nazis decided it was easier to go ahead and put fluoride in the water in the concentration camps. Now, do I believe there's a possibility that some group of people that are putting chemicals into the water supply could be putting some type of bacteria or, or, or SARS-CoV-2 or whatever into the water supply, I consider it highly remote. I, I, very Now, are they putting all kinds of other poisons in the water supply? Yes. Could they do that? Yes. But, guys, chlorine, it kills everything. It's, it's an it's a, it's a awful product as far as trying to drink it and put it to your body, but it will take anything and bacteria out of the water. So there would have to be a huge orchestrated effect to do this. Now, here's the problem. If you're having a city that's basically – putting all kinds of toxins in the water and they got sloppy facilities and they're not doing what they need to do and and basically the process sewage isn't being remember because most cities use reprocessed sewage water you know they take the urine and the feces they process it all they clean it off they skim off all the trash then they take the water they run it through clarifiers etc etc and they feed it back to you that's where city water comes from in most cases the the reality here though is it's like i said to you yesterday the protocol remains the same Drink distilled water. <laughs> Just drink distilled water. You don't have to worry about where it came from. I go to the restaurants. I bring my distilled water glass. I go to a hotel last night, you know, two nights ago, and I brought two gallons of distilled water. It was like moonshine. <laughs> it's in a glass jug. I'm always getting moonshine comments on it. I, every, and people know me. I won't go into a restaurant. Now, if I know they use well water, I may use like drink a glass of iced tea or something like that. But if they don't use well water, they use city water. I don't want the fluorine and the chlorine in my body. I just simply don't want that. So drink distilled water. But don't be afraid. I don't like fear mongering. If I told you guys, if you don't drink distilled water, you're going to die. I'm not going to do that. I never do that. You know, you're not going to be as healthy as you need to be if you got fluorine and chlorine running through your body. But you're not going to die. So be very careful on what you listen to on the Internet. Be very careful and ask yourself a question. What's the motive here? What are they doing? I don't like a fear-based mindset because we're not born of a spirit of fear but of power and of love and of a sound mind according to the book of Timothy. Don't allow yourself to get all wrapped up in, oh, my God, I can't drink the water. No. Now, if you're on a well, I've talked about the nitrite, nitrate contamination in the water supply be really careful with well water because it could have all kinds of contaminants in it yes there could be covid in well water if you're dealing from a shallow well if you're around a sewage plant if you're getting feces in the water there could be yes because there's no chlorine in there to kill it but the reality is if you're taking well water because i have a well at home austin has a well at home we don't drink the well water we run it through a distiller <laughs> just again it's the same thing 
Think about what you're putting in your body. Don't if, if drinking water is going to be something that we have to do from a contaminated source, that's a problem. Then we got to get all, oh no, let's try to figure out how to fix this mess. What you could do is just boil it if you had to. But that's just, we, we, it actually concentrates bad minerals in the water too, like calcium. So be very, very, very careful on what you listen to and allowing yourself to get into a fear-based mindset. It's not of God. I can't say that any more clearly. It is not of God. We've got to remember that we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. For this is the day the Lord hath made, and I will rejoice and I will be glad in it. I want people to understand that you don't have to walk in fear. You can walk in love and power every single day of your life. Be careful what you listen to, and if it's all, if it seems like it's stage theater, if it seems like it's fear porn, if it looks like a duck and it walks like a duck and has flippers like a duck and it flies like a duck and it quacks like a duck, there's a really high probability it's a duck. You're gonna have a meteorite hit the planet. You're going to have tidal waves at the planet. You're going to have earthquakes. They're going to open you up and they're going to eat you. Guys, don't listen to that crap. Gosh. Okay, here's how I look at it. If we had a nuclear war, which I don't believe we are, I don't want to be around in the aftermath anyhow. I'd rather just go on and be with Jesus. We don't die as Christians. We go straight to heaven. So it's not something you walk in fear from. That's why it says death. Where is thy victory? Where is thy sting? We have none of that any longer because we're in Christ Jesus. And that's what we have to understand. Just do what you know you need to do. Eat clean. Drink good purified water. Take your supplements and live your life and breathe fresh air. Now I'm starting to preach. I love talking to you guys. Austin, what do you think? <laughs> what's your next story? No, it's the truth, man, because I had, I had somebody else email me about the same thing with that. And I was like, so let me get this straight. Somebody got online and said that they're dumping snake venom or COVID in the water supplies and water that's been reconstituted sewage waste that they add literally tons, tons, and gallons upon gallons of chlorine into the water supply to make sure it kills pretty much every living element. Because remember, chlorine is basically weight-dependent. Chlorine will kill you if you get enough of it. But in small doses, it won't. It just messes up your gut microbe. But it pretty much kills everything in the water. This is why they ban chlorine gas warfare after World War II because it is so unbelievably detrimental to the body. It melts the lungs. So that somebody is telling you without any evidence whatsoever that people are dumping snake venom and COVID into water supply. And so literally we have the alternative media now having a meltdown. I'm just going to throw that out there because I've heard I've got so many emails and I've had enough of it. I've had absolutely enough of it. If you're drinking distilled water, Ted just explained it to you. I remember about nine, uh, about nine years ago, nine, eight, nine years ago. It was right after Lana and I had first gotten married. And one of dad's friends had contacted him and he contacted me and I was going down to Miami for I think it was like a one year anniversary. I don't like Miami anymore. I choose not to go down there anymore, but we were going down there, gonna to go to the beach, and it ended up being a really good time. We ended up going. But I remember before I left, I got this phone call. Austin. He, he this guy calls me, it was one of dad's friends too. He knows who I'm talking about. He goes, Dude, listen, you don't need to go down to Miami. I said, Why what's going on? He goes, Dude, there's a meteor coming, there's gonna be like a hundred foot tall tidal wave that's gonna hit Florida. It's gonna wipe it out. And I said, well, I'll just be honest with you, bud. I said, we're working on about a three-foot above ocean elevation where I'm at right here. If I take a post hole digger, I can hit water in about eight strikes. I said, if a 100-foot-tall tidal wave hits Florida, (laughs) 
I said, we're not real wide. If you haven't looked at a map lately, I said the tidal wave is basically going to take out the entire state. I said, I would prefer to be honestly down in Miami and get a front row seat to this whole uh, debacle that happens. Because quite frankly, no matter where I'm at, if it's hit that hard, I'm gone. <laughs> I said, so I'm going to go down to my hotel for the weekend. I'm going to enjoy my anniversary. And you watch it from the uh, watch it from your state, man. I said, I'll let you know what happens down here. And guess what happened? I went to Miami, had a fantastic weekend with my wife, ate some great food, sat out on the beach, played some volleyball, had a great weekend, came home. Guess when the tidal wave hit? Uh, looking at my watch, it still it still hasn't hit yet. <laughs> is one possibly able to hit Florida if there's some type of tsunami? Oh, absolutely. Is Florida probably the worst place to be if a tsunami hits uh, from a survival standpoint? Oh, absolutely. Is that going to change my daily lifestyle right now for the rest of my life that I'm concerned at some point in time there may be a meteor that strikes the world and a tsunami hits and overtakes Florida? No, I'm not going to operate like that. Operate in things called reality. Is there a possible issue that may happen with that? Yes. But I base everything on a risk-reward scenario. What is the risk-benefit analysis? Is the risk outweigh the benefit? And you have to look at things like that. Is it beneficial to have backup food when you have family that eats three to four times a day and you have children that eat any copious amount of food? Absolutely, it's beneficial to have food. That is a daily staple that you need on a daily basis to survive. Is it important to have backup water on hand in the event that some type of water gets contaminated or there's a hurricane and the power goes out? Yes, it's really good to have at least a couple gallons per person per day. Excuse me, a couple gallons per person each day that you can basically can have. So if you have four people, factor in half a gallon of water per person, that's two gallons a day. If you want to have a week's supply, that's 14 backup gallons of water. You can get the two- and three- and four-gallon BPA-free jugs, fill them up with water, throw a little bit of the Aquatrace in them, throw a little bit of colloidal silver in them, store them, cycle them when you need them, use them on road trips, refill them back up when you get to the house with the distiller and be done with it. There's all kinds of things you can do to hedge certain elements. Is it likely that you know there's an event that's going to occur in the future? Yes. Have preps that you can have on hand for it. And go on with your life. Continue to stay strong. Take care of your body. Keep your immune system strong. Exercise. Get sunshine. My goodness. That's one that everybody seems to forget lately. And get some fresh air. And by all means, stop wearing a face diaper over your face. Those are things that I can control and manage and do on a daily basis that can continue to help me and my family and keep us shielded or protected from incidents that may occur. But sitting around being terrified, lamenting in the corner about how everything's going to collapse right this second, if anybody hasn't noticed and has been in alternative media like we have for a while, there's always something that they come out with that everybody needs to be terrified of right now that we have zero control over. Think about it for a second. It always is that all the time. There's always something they use. Fear is not from God. Thou shalt not fear, essentially. Have no fear. He says that numerous times in the Bible. There's no reason to be fearful. Is there a reason to be shielded, protected, wise, hedging your bet? Absolutely. Those are all things you can do on a regular basis, but fear is completely different. Remember what I told you guys a couple weeks ago? A little bit of fear can be useful in a situation. You're about to step on off a building, and all of a sudden your foot slides, and you're on a roof. And you go, whoa, I need to back up some. That little bit of fear will make you do something and not hesitate and get back. Okay, that's good. 
but sitting around being completely consumed and terrified with fear all day long because of something that may or may not happen absolutely has no benefit or health aspect in your life whatsoever. So continue to stay strong, my friends. Continue to train. Keep your immune system strong. Live your life. Enjoy your family. Continue to do what you do best. And this is what people have to remember. But I just want to address that as well because I've gotten just deluged with emails about basically our entire water supply is contaminated in the United States. You are 100% factual about that. We have had fluoride added to our water since the 40s, and the vast majority of people don't even think about it or do their research about what fluoride does to the body and what it does to the pineal gland. You're absolutely right. And it's funny to me how we've talked about this for years, and now suddenly somebody gets online and says, they're putting snake venom in the water supply, and it's causing COVID in certain areas. And everybody goes, oh, my gosh. Well, yeah, did, did, were you not concerned about the fluoride, the neurotoxin that's been added into the water that they admit for the last 80 years? I guess this, hey, if this got your attention to get a distiller and start purifying your water and drink clean water, by all means, it did the job, and I encourage people to do that. That's all I'm going to take from it on this. Also, too, in other news, this is interesting. As, as I don't want to laugh because it's not funny, but it's kind of funny in the sense that, I told everybody this, and majority of people that are awake told everybody this. According to the Department of Corrections now, two female inmates at the New Jersey's Edna Maha Correctional Facility, the state's only all-female prison, are now pregnant. Wait, wait, wait. Whoa, 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 whoa. I just said two women in a correctional facility in an all-women's prison, two of them are now pregnant. How does this happen? Oh, I'm glad you asked. Well, there's been multiple individuals in there that essentially are transgender-grown males with working appendages. And they have decided once they got in the women's prison, I guess they weren't so tranny after all, and they started having sex with the other female inmates. And now they're having an issue where multiple women are popping up pregnant, and they don't know what to do because they don't have a birthing center in the, in the prison. Why? Because they generally don't sentence pregnant women to prison, or at least they wait till the baby's born, and women don't get pregnant in prison in an all-female inmate correction facility. This is the lunacy of the left of when you start allowing, remember what I told you, the laws of nature to no longer be applied and essentially the, I don't want to say, just the feelings, whatever I feel today, I'm, I'm, I'm a female today, I'm a boy today, I'm a broom today, I'm a walrus today, I just get to be based on everything on my feelings. And so now they're trying to figure out what to do and how to handle this situation and how to obviously prevent it because now they're saying that they can't remove the transgender tranny grown male that wants to pretend he was a female to be put in a women's prison. Uh, they can't take him out now because apparently the whole thing was based on a lawsuit that for some odd reason he somehow won. And now they're trying to figure out how to keep him from impregnating all the females in the women's prison. You can't make up this level of stupidity, and this again is why I told you, it's not based off facts. It's not based off science. It's based off perverted emotion in order to manipulate and twist people that are weak-minded, that don't want to have the gall to stand up and say, no, this obviously isn't okay. You're a grown man that has grown man parts, and you're not going in prison with all female. This guy, and I'm, I'm just going to be a little crude here for a second, he must just have absolutely had a heyday in here with himself. I mean, you got to think about it. He has no competition, really. He just gets to be running around pretending like he's a boy, girl, whatever he wants, and just start just having his way with these girls. <laughs> I mean, 
what, where, where have we headed in the United States with this, guys? Is this really what we're going to be known for? By the way, we're the only country in the world that's made this normal now. And it's not normal, I should say, but it's actually gone in and talked about this like, it's something we need to do. We need to teach our children why this is okay. No, this is why you boycott Disney because they promote this type of just degeneracy at its finest example. And now, New Jersey, congratulations. Your Department of Corrections is now a laughing stock of the United States, and you get to figure out how to handle this situation now. I don't need, so who's going to be responsible for the child when the female, the, the ladies in prison? Now, are you going to have babies in prison now? Is she going to breastfeed them in prison? Is the guy going to have to pay, you know, child support now? Is the lady going to be removed from prison early to raise her child? I don't know. This is a very big debacle. That's not a normal topic that has to get brought up. So you guys think about that one for a second. When you start hearing this nonsense about this whole tranny aspect and people wanting to normalize it. Also, too, in other news as well, I, I saw this. This is a prime example of what happens when you have a narcissistic sociopath actually get on television and be given the narrative all the time. Bill Gates was doing a TED Talk the other day. And he had the he had the stones to say that Gates Foundation is very involved in vaccines and the invention of vaccines. But it's somehow ironic how people have turned this around and saying I'm using vaccines to kill people and to make money and that I started the COVID pandemic. Or when we started the COVID pandemic, people said we wanted to track you and your locations of individuals. Like I want to know where everyone is at the current time. This is so weird and it turns into stuff where constant crazy people are showing up. This is what a true sociopath does that is really bent on trying to kill people. They build things like vaccines that they know kill people. They test vaccines on populace that they're told it's going to help, like African populations. It's been horrible what Bill Gates has done to them. And then they turn around, and when they're accused of doing it, they say, you're crazy for thinking I would ever do that. I wouldn't do that. I didn't do that. Why would I do that? I don't want to know where you're at. Why would I want to track you? Well, at the very same time, they're building and working on the very platforms that you accuse them of in order to use them of against you. This is how sick and sadistic these people are. But I just kind of find it almost from an ironic standpoint when he was running his mouth the other day and talking about that. I was like, wow, wow. This is such a true narcissistic sociopath that he actually has the guts to get up there and address what people are accusing him of and then literally call everybody crazy for accusing him of this. But again, that's what these guys do, right? This is why I've told you. Always question the narrative. Question everything they keep telling you because I promise you, at the end of the day, once you do your research, once you dig down deep enough, you will start to find that these guys are are under all the rocks that are pulling the strings. And it's like the Wizard of Oz. They're behind the curtain. They're these little puny, pathetic individuals that are pulling the strings with the great and powerful Oz. And when you actually pull the curtain back and find out who it is, they're just a little, giant crybaby who wants to try to get their way and force their indoctrination and force their ideas on everybody else while they're telling you and lying to you that they aren't doing any of what they're actually doing to you. Very, very pathetic individuals, but... You have to understand it from a psychological standpoint in order to get what they're doing, while they're doing it, and why it's so important you constantly call them out, Deb. What do you think? You know, if we actually saw these entities that are doing this, uh, we'd laugh at them. I'm just being honest with you guys. Uh, you know, Hollywood has made them out to be these 300-foot towering monsters with wings that basically run around eating people. <laughs> it's not what they are. They're in, that are interdimensional entities. They've even said in Roswell – they're like three feet tall. Those are the big ones. <laughs> they're not very big. And, and, you know, they're tiny. 
And so we're all, you know, bent out of shape. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. You know, friends, listen to me. Have you forgotten you're creating God's image? They're scared of you. They're, they're, they literally are scared to death of you. And, and, you know, we have total, complete authority over them because of the cross. They can't do anything to you. You know, you've been basically sanctified by the blood of the Lamb. I've done entire shows on it. When they get around you, they're trembling because they're afraid you're going to start praying and you're going to cast them out. They really are. They're scared. Remember what the Bible says? It says, you know, you believe in demons. That's fine. That's good. You know, and you believe in God. That's good. But even the demons believe that, and, and they shudder. And see, and that's the thing we've got to understand is they're scared of us. That's why they do all of this obfuscation and lies. If they came just out and told us, oh, by the way, we're going to push gay marriage, uh, you know, and uh, we're going to force this on you, which, by the way, a lot of that – I'm going to say this. Just, this is politically incorrect, but at this point, what difference does it make on this show? A lot of that stuff came out of Israel because the Israelis said, we were so persecuted because of our beliefs, because of the concentration camps, and, the, and all of us who died, we want to have anybody do whatever they want to do. And they use that as obfuscation to cover up the fact that they're Kabbalist Luciferians, and one of their mantras is to go ahead and do what thou wilt, like Aleister Crowley said, in order to try to bring back their serpent god. So they use it. They use <laughs> treat the Holocaust like a doggone, you know, something they could just wield at people and say, "You gotta do what I did because my relatives died in the Holocaust." And you're like, "But you're an idiot." Well, my grandfather died in the Holocaust. <laughs> you're still an idiot. But you don't understand. You're anti-Semite now because you said I'm an idiot. My grandfather died in the Holocaust. And I'm like, what's wrong with you? What kind of circular reasoning are you applying? You're a Christian. You have to love Israel. No, I don't. How about no, I don't. How about I don't like the fact that they brought gay marriage to the United States under quote-unquote quote the guise of not being persecuted for that when their own religion promotes it, and the religion that they promote is not even of God. It's from the Zohar, from the Kabbalah. How about I just talk about that right now and really just fluster everybody and ruffle a bunch of feathers? I don't care anymore. The gay marriage, I think it was 2015, seven, eight, ten years ago, whenever it was, when they started pushing that whole narrative, and Barack Obama, the gay Kenyan, married to a guy in the White House <laughs> who walks down the stairs. Michelle walks down the stairs in her silk dress like she's got an Alabama black snake between her legs. That's the group that runs the planet, okay? <laughs> and Obama, all he is is the cutout, just like Elon Musk now said he wants to take over Twitter for $40 billion. He's the one who wants to put Neuralink chips in your head. You're going to listen to anything he says? And they they take these people and they make them these huge celebrities. And they did the same thing in all, all media. We talked about that yesterday. Huge celebrity. I've got all these views on YouTube. But now they're persecuting and prosecuting and they're doing all these things to me and they're attacking me because I told you the truth. <laughs> and I will say that some of the guys do put out 60, 70 percent truth. The rest of it's just a lie. <laughs> When's the last time you heard an alt media person tell you the gay marriage came out of Israel? Da, 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 da. <laughs> they don't do it. I don't want to get the gays mad. I'm not talking about making gays mad. I'm talking about where the origin was. Barack Obama said, we got to have gay marriage. Oh, we got to have gay marriage because I'm a gay guy and I'm married to a guy. I want to have gay marriage. So he pushes it. I want to be able to use the bathroom with little girls, too. That seems really kind of like fun to me. <laughs> I'm a pervert. That's how I am. Well, no, they're sick. They're all sick. And they're following the teachings of their father, Lucifer, the liar from the beginning, the father of lies. Jesus said it in the book of John. Look who's doing this. And understand it. Because, guys, the reality is this. 
you're either a Christian or you're not. They've so diluted Christianity. If you had any idea of the power that you have when you pray, you release scalar energy. You change the – literally, you change the fabric of space-time when you pray. You change reality if you understood that and you got that down inside of your spirit. We could change this world. We could change this country. We could change your state. We could change everything. The Christians have basically been handicapped, you know, and it's dispensationalism and believing in the rapture and believing we don't have to get involved in anything. We've been told not to get involved in anything because no matter what happens, nothing bad's going to happen to us. Well, how's that working out for you? <laughs> Gosh, I love you guys. I appreciate you, too. I had the opportunity to pray for you this morning. You guys rock. Gosh, I love talking to you guys every day. You're my family, and I appreciate you. Austin, finish it up, and I'll talk to you guys tomorrow. Absolutely, my friends. And yeah, I saw the same thing on there with, with Elon Musk going to buy Twitter, and I don't know what's going to come of that or what's going to go on with it. I've seen a lot of people are backing him now on a lot of stuff, and he's got some crazy ideas, some cool ideas. Some of the stuff I agree with what he says. Other stuff, I'm like, whatever. But the Neuralink things always kind of bothered me when he first talked about that because it's designed to tie into the uh, 6G, as they call it, Genesis 6. 6 Genesis, what they refer to it as is 6G, and basically tie into the Internet of Things and drive into the metaverse and the virtual reality, the VR world. And so it seems very odd to me that that's what he bases his business off of. That's how he's made so much money is going in these directions. And then at the same time, now he's talking about buying Twitter so it will be an open platform. Now, would it be cool if you bought open Twitter, or Twitter and Twitter didn't censor everything? Sure it would. Is that going to actually change much of what's going on? No, because Facebook and all these other platforms are still going to continue to do what they do. Then what they'll do is they'll just come out with another Twitter. I mean, he's offered, I think, $50 billion cash offer, $40 billion cash offer. I mean, that's an enormous amount of money. And so what are they going to do? They're just going to go buy Twitter 2.0. It's not going to change anything. The only way it changes stuff is people stop using these platforms altogether and start going to other ones like you've seen now with a lot of these um, – these alternative media, social media platforms. And so, again, the biggest thing people can do is changing stuff on their level, on making differences, on standing up for things where they are at. If you look at this giant behemoth incident that's occurring right now with this failed government that's intentionally being failed, by the way, you start realizing that there's not a lot you can directly do right to the second on a big scale, but on a smaller scale – with smaller things, absolutely you can get involved, especially with numbers. The more people stand up, and it's something as simple as simply not wearing a mask and not complying. As I said two years ago, people go, well, it doesn't make a difference. It don't do anything. You can do what you want with that. I said, okay, it's fine. You can just not do that. Well, how about you don't get the shot? How about you don't get the RNA gene therapy shot that has whatever the heck's in it? They still haven't ever admitted to us what's in it. We know from the Pfizer documentation of what it did, over 1,200 adverse events different types of adverse side effects from the shot, but yet people are still getting it. So as far as I'm concerned, I'd be a lot more concerned about why people are still getting the shot than somebody adding contaminants to a drinking water and then adding chlorine to the drinking water and then you distilling it and living your life. But again, remember where a lot of this stuff comes from. It's designed to direct a certain initiative to produce a certain narrative. It's designed to make you go in the direction they want you to go to talk about certain topics they want you to talk about. Always remember that, my friends. So continue 
to stand up for truth. Always do your own research. Make your own decision and make your own determination on stuff. You're not going to agree with everything somebody says. A lot of people don't agree with everything I say. There's still a lot of people I know that don't agree with everything I say, and we can have a very, very great discussion, debate, topics, and go through all kinds of different things. They'll go, okay, what do you think about this? And I've been with people before. I'm talking about them. They go, well, I don't understand this. And then I start getting into it. I'm like, I don't fully understand it either, but here's my take on it. I'll be straight up honest with you. I'm like, that's where I'm at with it. This is what I've come to the determination on. This is where I'm at with it. You've got to come to your own. I don't really fully get this either. I don't think a lot of people understand some of the things that we've seen and heard and witnessed to a full extent. We may have a glimpse. We have an idea. Once you start understanding it, a lot more starts to open up, and you start to kind of have your eyes bright. You go, okay, this is where this is headed. That's why I told everybody from the very beginning with COVID, when I got eviscerated, I said, this isn't what you think it is, guys. I said, this isn't what we're being told. And now we're finding out that Remdesivir got emergency use authorization in May of 2020. And then apparently they were starting to give remdesivir and rolling it out that summer. The same summer they told everybody there weren't enough beds and everybody's on ventilators and everybody's dying. Ironic, wasn't it? They were putting people on ventilators or they were putting people in the hospital that were sick with alleged COVID. Then they were then pumping remdesivir into them with whatever's in that stuff. We still don't know fully what's in it. Shutting down their kidneys, shutting down their organs. Their lungs were filling with fluid because they couldn't flush out water. Then they were putting them on a vent and they were dying. Funny how that was occurring, wasn't it, right at the very beginning? They kept the numbers going up what they wanted. Always do your research, my friends. Thank you again for the continued support of Health Masters. If y'all need anything at all, you know where to give us a call. We still pick up our phone. Healthmasters.com, Ultimate Multiple Powder, on sale right now for the rest of the week. Check it out. Thank you again, my friends. Have a blessed, safe, awesome night. We'll talk to you again tomorrow as always. Broadcasting to the U.S. and around the world by way of clear digital audio, 22,500 miles above the planet. This is the Global Star Radio Network.